Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Cupcake Media. We're going to kind of dive into a little bit of education street. As everyone knows, we heard the unfortunate news from the Olympics that one of our superstars, Miss Biles, is dropping out of the Olympics. Now, she's stating mental health reasons, and we do wish her the best. We don't know what has caused her mental anxiety. We don't know what has created this mental stress where she feels the need to all of a sudden drop out. But I think, you know, from our perspective, there's a lot of coddling going on from the media. It's not something you would see five years ago, 10 years ago. You know, being married to somebody who is a real therapist and deals with a lot of mental health crises on a daily basis and helps our amazing veterans in this country every day to try to get back to normal and be better and function because of the lack of proper support that our government, that our agencies, that our community give. You know, it's a very special subject for us, but... You know, I, I think instead of coddling this, you know, the thing that we were talking about earlier was how, because, you know, my wife asked me, you know, why do you think she would quit? And I said, it's the trophy generation disease. It's when things don't go your way on a competitive level where you can be the best and you don't like it. In a sad way, sometimes a good cop-out excuse is your mental health. Now, I'm not saying it is a cop-out. She could have a legitimate reason, right? But when you look at, you see, the, the reason why we're giving this a hard time is because before the Olympics, she came out and, like, had a goat embedded on her uniform. I'm sorry, but if you're going to proclaim yourself to be a goat, like the greatest of all time in gymnastics, you're going to have to think like one. You're going to have to have the mental capacity to 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 suffer like one. You're going to have to have the courage to lift yourself out of a hundred pounds of elephant shit four stories high and crawl out of it one poop, you know, stone at a time to say that you can be the goat. You see, if she didn't, if she didn't proclaim herself as the self-proclaimed goat, I think I would have had a little bit more leniency. But Coming from that goat mindset, right, this is really a side effect of just coddling people in America. This is the side effect of the trophy generation. This is what happens when you give a trophy for just participating in an event. Because when you get at that top tier echelon of life and you got to compete against the best and you're having a bad day, mommy and daddy aren't going to be there to, to pet you on the head. You know, if you look at what made someone like Michael Jordan such a tenacious player, is that through all the difficulties he had in life, he didn't have any excuses. He came out and did his best every single day. He really did. Now, some people might argue for Michael Jordan that when his father died, he quit the NBA. That was like his cop-out 
no, not really. You got to understand, he was a young man back then. And he went and pursued a totally different sport. Because, I mean, he think about it. Back then, he, he had achieved what very few players had done. He won a three-peat in one of the hardest eras of basketball history. And when we look at that, you get to respect that. You really, really do. And he went to go and play baseball. And he knew it. He was doing quite good in baseball. People don't give him credit, but he, he was doing quite good. So for Simone Biles to proclaim herself as the GOAT and all of a sudden quit, I don't think that's fair. Because you know what? I don't see the Chinese doing that. I don't see the Russians doing that. You know, I think, I think when we look at this, this is a broader issue in American culture. We have really developed weak-minded individuals. We have really developed weak-minded people in a weak-minded society where when the going gets tough, we find excuses to walk out. And right now, you know, for people such as my wife and other people that I know who are therapists and work in this field, they go, you know, mental health is like the perfect excuse for everything, for every fuck-up that someone has. It's like the trend. It's what's cool on TikTok. It's what's cool on Instagram. And, and in their defense, you know, mental health problems are not cool. They're not a trend. They're not a cop-out excuse for your bad day, for not living up to your standards, because there are people who truly have these problems, and they're not the ones getting the attention they need. And when you're coming out there saying that you are the goat of gymnastics, and you just walk away without even trying, I'm sorry, but you're not the goat. You know what you are? Bad. You are a baby little lamb. You're a baby little ma- lamb with a weak mindset. And I'm really appalled at how like NBC and all these people are just catering to her and still saying she's the goat. No, she, she, she didn't win anything. She didn't overcome adversity. She quit. And if you looked at a couple of her matches, you know, from a few days ago, she didn't look like she cared. I mean, she was just going up there like she, she knew she messed up on a couple of her events you know, she walked off kind of like giggling about it, laughing. I mean, that's not a goat, menta- goat mentality. That is not how a goat thinks. That's not how a champion thinks or portrays himself. You know, they fuck up. That's okay. They get back at it. They try to win. I don't see the Chinese players doing that. I don't see the Russian players doing that. I mean, they're there to dominate. So, you know, with all due respect, the Russians and Chinese are probably going to be the goats because they're overcoming their adversity. You know, what does that say to people that when you're at the top tier of an event and you're having a bad day and you just go, you know, I'm going to quit. What does that tell? What type of message does that portray to other people? I think I would have had from a competitive mindset, right? Coming from a competitive coach mindset. I think had she competed and let's say she sucked. Okay, and she didn't win anything, but she literally went balls to the wall. I think I would have given more respect to that. And let's say at the end of that, she she just went, you know, man, the pressure was too much with everything that went on with with SARS CoV two, the pandemic. You know, I just wasn't there, but I, you know, I gave him my best. I would respect that. I don't respect quitters at all. Because it sends the wrong message. 
And when you look at the United States, you know, think about it. The, these are supposed to be the best of the best of who we are in a competitive landscape. And I think this sends the wrong message to our to our, many of our nemesis out there. I think with the Chinese and the Russians, look at this. They're probably going, dude. Why are we developing hypersonic missiles? These people are just paper tigers. They have no backbone. When shit hits the fan, they quit. They run away. They don't have the mental capacity to just deal with bad things. Maybe, maybe they've never seen bad things. They think they have. <clears throat> Apologies. They think they have. But have they really seen famine like we have in our countries? No, they haven't. So I think they look at us and they laugh. And, you know, if you really want to expand upon this from a military, you know, standpoint and viewpoint, you should be worried. Because if we can't teach people to overcome adversity, what's going to happen when the day comes that the United States must defend some very important interests in the world? What happens when China comes swinging a baseball bat on us on the West Coast and the East Coast, and they got ships lined up, and they want to fuck with us. You, th you guys think that this is not a possibility, but it, but it is. China is building forward operating bases on the West Coast of Africa. We only had to worry about them in the Pacific, which is already a handful. Now they're on two coasts within striking distance. It's not good. You know, what does this teach you in life that when things get tough, you just want to quit and say, you know, it, it's my mental health. Mental health is serious. But it's not the way that I think a lot of people envision it to be. They just use it as an excuse for a bad day. It's not like you have schizophrenia or some type of multiple personality disorder, which I believe has a different name now, you know. It's not like it's issues that severe. Sometimes, you know, just on this competitive landscape for sports, you know, we have people representing us as a country. And there are certain things that we look for, certain attributes that we all look for to try to emulate. And I think... When I look at what's going on with the United States in the Olympics, this is a wake-up call for our country. We are not doing that well as of right now. It's like July 28. You know, we're, we're doing good, but we're not dominating. We've become soft. We've become very weak. We've become a little too emotional. All these little trophy, you know, this trophy generation of giving trophies to everybody is now starting to bite us in the ass. Everywhere, in the Olympics, in the NBA, in college, in life, in relationships between people, the people have found the easy way of running away from their adversity. But that's what made America so great. We charged head fucking first into the face of adversity with no second thought. We were a culture that rooted for the underdog. We were a culture that rooted for people that when they got smacked down face first into the concrete to get back up. We don't do that now. Now we just give them some ice cream and a cupcake. We go, here's your cupcake, son. 
or daughter, here's your cupcake. It's okay. You don't need to get back up. Just eat your fucking cupcake. So I think this is a good wake-up call. We, we've really got to change everything in this country. We, we have made too many babies of grown adults. And it is disgusting as to how childish we are as a culture. What separated Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant from everyone else in the NBA and in just about every field of sports was their mindset. They were there for the now. They were present in the now. They were focusing on their goals. They didn't let gossip ruin them. They didn't let one bad you know, play or one bad game or one bad match defy their career. They overcame it. They didn't let criticism, you know, uh, you know, take the best of them and make them go cry in a corner and, and, and ask for mommy and daddy, you know? No, th- these guys were like, oh, okay, I sucked at this. Tell me what else I suck at. Tell me. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to get so fucking good at that thing that you said I sucked at that I'm going to master it. That's what we're lacking right now culturally. We're lacking that will and that desire to be the best, to learn from our mistakes, to listen, to hear, to to want to correct ourselves. This meism that we have that we're always correct is wrong. You know, Naomi Osaka, who's an American citizen, even though she was born in Japan, has not stepped foot in Japan for a long time. Okay, she represents the Japanese in tennis. Now little nerd fact a lot of people don't know is is the reason why they chose to represent Japan in the world stage of tennis was because the Japanese Tennis Association was giving them more money that's great capitalize on it right but she quit out of I think it was Wimbledon not not too long ago because of the mental anxiety and mental stress and you know once again look I I hope I truly hope these people are all, all okay. But this is where some of the childishness comes in. Megan Kelly kind of put her on blast, and I know a lot of people don't like her, um, and, and a lot of people love her, right? But I think she had a point, which was, hey, you have documentaries coming out. You have all these photo spreads coming out, right? And she kind of criticized her for that. She's like, how can you say you have all this mental, like, you know, you quit Wimbledon, but you got all these other things coming out. And yeah, you know, in the publication world, a lot of these shoots are done anywhere from like 30 days in advance, about like, you know, six months to a year in advance, right? But it's still, it's a lot of time you got to put into it, right? So you can kind of see, unfortunately, how her results were. She just got knocked out of the Olympics, in the third round. I, I believe it was the third round. I, I don't watch too much tennis. So to, to all the tennis fans out there, I, I apologize if I mess up. But she, she just lost, you know, to somebody who's like ranked 41st or 46th, you know, in the world. And I think part of that is because, you know, we, we live in a society where we have to be a jack of all trades in, instead of being a master at one thing and then moving on. And that's probably why her her play suffered. You know, she hasn't been playing a lot. She hasn't been in that rhythm. And the childish part of her demeanor was when Megan Kelly criticized Naomi Osaka about her mental health and said, hey, look, 
well, you know, what type of mental health crisis are you essentially having? You're, you're doing all these magazines. You have all these photo shoots. Like, you've done, you know, Sport Illustrated. I don't know what the other one was. You know, you have documentaries coming out. And Naomi Osaka, you know, response was essentially to block her on Twitter. I mean, that's what, like, a fucking 10-year-old does. That's not what an adult does. That's the difference with, with having the Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality and the Michael Jordan GOAT mentality. Because if someone said that, to one of those players. They'd be like, oh, okay. So you're saying I'm soft? So you're saying that you're you're saying that I'm not good at what I do? You're saying that this is a facade? Okay, let me show you what the fuck is up. Yeah, you know, I do have maybe a little bit of a mental health issue right now. But you know what? That's cool. Let's talk about it. I'm gonna tell you my story and then you can tell me why you still think why you still think that, you know, I should grow up per se and keep playing in Wimbledon. That would be the difference of their mindset. And, and I think the sad thing, once again, is knowing so many people who are psychiatrists, who are psychologists, who are therapists for mental health, they don't like these things that they see on Instagram and TikTok because they're saying what it's doing is it's making people... It's making people use mental health like in a quote-unquote cool way to be part of this norm and fad you know kind of like being transgender in like junior high I guess because that's what like everyone's doing right now it's like almost like being like a punk rocker right back in the 80s or goth or emo and it takes away from the severity of the actual crisis we have in the United States with this issue and for people who truly Need it, And then what happens is they say is that the people who truly need this, instead of working on making themselves, you know, better and overcoming whatever their adversity is for their challenges mentally, they then kind of adapt. Oh, it's just, you know, this is my mental health crisis. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. And so I think that's one of the challenging parts. So, you know, Simone Biles, you know, I, I wish her the best as a human. But as a competitor, she completely let us down. And I think it sets the complete wrong example as to how to overcome adversity and how to overcome difficulty in life. Because guess what, dude? Life is fucking hard. It really is. And for people who don't know that or don't want to believe that, get off the TikTok, get off the IG, just go walk down your street it's pretty fucking hard. You're going to see a lot of people in tents. And yes, they probably have a drug fucking problem. But my whole point is, life is hard. And that's the sad truth. But it's in moments of difficulty where we look for people to inspire us to get up and keep going. And that's something we're really lacking and we've been lacking for years. And our adversaries are laughing at us. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. There, there's bigger things at play here. We send the wrong message. And if you're China, if you're Russia, and you look at the United States, you're going, man, they're, they're making a lot of cupcakes. Because I can tell you this, the Chinese and the Russians are not having any of these issues. And we have to figure out why and Part of that why is because of trophy points, you know, the participation points in trophy generation era. 
And we have to make sure that we teach people that life isn't all glorious. It, it is challenging. But you know what? It's through going through trench warfare that you build the stamina and the resiliency to never, ever give the fuck up. And that's the important thing that we're really kind of missing here. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to click subscribe. Really do give us a thumbs up. Um, You can find us on a host of various podcasting sites, such as Spotify and Apple, Anchor, and a bunch of other ones. Please tell your friends about us. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you.